Welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast, the daily podcast dedicated to helping you grow your business online with a brilliant website. Learn about the advantages of custom web design, tailored web development, and strategic web marketing with expert advice for business owners and entrepreneurs in Brisbane, Australia. Join Brisbane locals Saul Edmonds and Gillian Smith from Roundhouse, the creative agency, as they chat about these topics and so much more. Are you ready to grow your business with a brilliant website? Let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast. This is episode number 33, and today's episode is entitled Website Design Brisbane Prices. My name is Saul Edmonds, and as usual, I am joined by the lovely Gillian Smith. Hello, Saul. Good morning to you, and good morning, everyone. Oh, yes, yes, hello, exactly. We are the co-founders and creative directors of Roundhouse the Creative Agency, a local business with a passion for helping our clients grow. Over to you, Jill. Okay, thanks, Saul. Well, in today's episode, we're talking about web design and pricing again. Well, how much does it cost to build a website? And for local Brisbane businesses, we discuss how much you can expect to pay for a custom website design in Brisbane 2019. Well, today, the average price of designing and developing a custom tailored website ranges from, it could range from as little as $1,000 right up to $100,000 and even more. Now, that's a pretty big price range. Yeah, it's pretty broad. Okay, so it's important to remember that your website is a key investment in your business and it's a lead generation machine built for growth. So to learn a little bit more about the price factors behind a website cost, uh, we hope that uh, by helping you here, you'll be able to understand more what goes into a website development behind the scenes and then have a better understanding of pricing when you want to get started. Yes, let's get started. Okay. Well, first of all, um, let's look at all the separate cost factors that go into a website design and development. Okay. First of all, I guess it starts with domains. Okay, so what is a domain, I hear you ask? Why does it matter and how much does it cost? So a domain is the uh, is an example of obviously is google.com. Um, so that's just the name that everything has like a tag so that somebody knows where they have to go. It's like a, a street sign. So and that street sign points over to your actual website where all your files reside and people are able to view and have the experience on your website but the domain is the um is the thing that also generally will you know tie into your business name or your brand you know or whatever that is why does it matter because um it's obviously tells people you know who you are and where to go on a very simple level and you know, they cost also, you know, people charge a lot of different sort of pricing. A lot of the big you know, providers will generally be cheaper overall because it's it's their it's their primary business. But there some domains are usually registered, or actually most really are registered either then yearly or bi-yearly, but a lot of them have the option to pay more than that at, at any one hit for a number of years at once. And they can range from like anywhere from like $60 a year up to like a few hundred. But some of the more um, unique extensions, so the extension being the dot com part like the bit after the dot that's called there's a lot of new ones out there yeah there's a lot of new ones and some of those that people consider to be more premium ones cost more 
um, and also premium domains too, which generally are you know shorter ones. So say if you had cats.com, someone generally with a lot of those people already own them. And then they'll try to sell them. But if you buy them, they'll be a lot more expensive. Okay. Well, from domains, let's go to SSL certificates. Now, what is an SSL certificate? When do you need them and how much do they cost? Okay. So when you go when you go to your website, up in the uh, address bar, there's a little bit next to it that says whether your site is secure or not. So it's secured by what's called the SSL certificate. It's just a way for your um, for any viewers who come to your website to essentially put it very simply to authorize that you are who you say you are and you're not another site um, pretending to be you or something else that's you know meant to do something they shouldn't be doing online and really to authorize that you know you're who you say you are and you're okay like it's a level of, of trust online and um uh and you need them because well especially in more recent times because google has um made it compulsory well, compulsory in the sense that if you don't, if normal sites don't have a security certificate on the site, there's a little warning saying your site is not secure, essentially meaning you should have it because otherwise it, it of course, looks bad. SSL certificates used to be the province only of e-commerce sites. Um, and in one sense, they're more important for e-commerce sites. They cost too, like our cost can range from, you know, a couple of hundred per per year up to far greater than that depending on who you go to. Okay, well let's now go on to talk about custom website design. So Saul, in a nutshell, what is a custom website? So a custom website, that term will mean different things to different people. What it means for us, if we're saying we're going to build you a custom website, that can be based you know, offer um, existing WordPress layout. But um, as a starting point, it lets us customize it, you know, in to a, a pretty deep level to suit like the colors and the look and the feel and also the layout in a highly customized kind of way. Um, if you're talking about that at an even deeper level, meaning that you're you don't you're not building it inside something like WordPress. You have to build the whole design and even the front end and the back end for where people log in or manage users. You have to design all of that from scratch. Then that's a, a fully custom experience because everything has to be thought out from scratch there's nothing is is built for you in the first places advantages are that you will your site will have its own flavor that ultimately suits your brand tailor-made yeah tailor-made it'll be mobile friendly um you know and a custom website design you know is is also you know at, at any any sort of site so you know all depending on on the scope of that of that project it's anything from 
a few thousand dollars upwards or depending on the scope of the project. Okay, well let's now just touch on website content and web pages. Is your website pricing or will it be dependent on how many pages you actually have on your website? Well, that is one factor and that's a very good question. That is one factor and that if you've got six to eight pages, we might sort of say we people price things differently. Some places will, will price... You know, a page is a cost and if you've got that many pages then it's that multiplied by that price we sort of generally for smaller sites we'll have a range of you know six to eight pages and it and, and there's a certain fee for that but that's different the bigger your site is too if you've got a um you know you may consider to be a page although it's strictly not a page um an individual product on a very big e-commerce site so if you've got you know 20,000 products in in uh in a site then that's a lot more content that has to be added and 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 so on. Okay, well, let's just go on to touch on e-commerce websites. What are some basic guidelines you have for people here uh, just getting started and, and what some, you know, pricing can they expect there? Okay, so e-commerce too, this also gets back to content and the amount of content and the amount of products you actually have on your site. So for an e-commerce site, you know, anything from four to $5,000 and upwards, for most e-commerce sites, but and saying upwards because you know then that can range hugely depending on like things like I was saying just before about the size of a website and the time that's going to take will vary greatly from an e-commerce site that's got you know you still have to set up a range of other things in an e-commerce site that you don't in a non-e-commerce site. Um, but then uh, the difference between a few products and some tens of thousands of products is obviously quite quite a lot. So we just, you know, w- working out pricing and so everyone understands firstly because uh, before uh, a pricing guide is, is given about the, t- the amount of time that it's likely to take. Um, so people have some perspective on it you know, because otherwise it's just you know, throwing figures around in the air. Now, if you need a larger custom site, you may need some database integration. Now, Saul, can you tell us a little bit about the process of website building websites with that database integration site? Okay, so if you're building in something like WordPress, that feature, um, so to speak, is already built into it because it's it's run off a um, off that sort of structure anyway. So everything when you have a database, it's 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 kind of what the word says. You've got information that's stored is 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 housed inside something and then drawn into the site to retrieve information in order to show something on the front end to a user. So an example would be like in an e-commerce site, the information about individual uh, products are stored inside a set of data that includes their name, it lists the image, the price, and everything that somebody needs to know. Then when somebody goes and views that um, website, it draws the data from the database. And so having 
a database, one of the big advantages of doing that, especially the bigger things get, if you need to import or export um, information into the database, um, that's done in a more optimal sort of way as opposed to having, you know, like an individual page that you kind of have to upload into the site, especially if you've got... um, a uh, really obvious example is if people who have very, very large amounts of products on their site and they're constantly updating them, if they're able to import information, which is just purely information um, in a text form into a database and they reference the images and they've got to add, you know, it might be quite a number every day. It's a quicker process and better process to do it inside a database than it is otherwise. But all the technical aspects aside, what that means is that we would, um, with any site, would suit the different functions that need to be included with the end result that we want to get for the client. And, you know, it's not always important or people don't want to know the technical side of it. But hopefully, if we can help people understand it a little bit more so that they've got a bit of a handle on what people are actually doing for them, then that's, in our mind anyway, a better experience for people. Happy so, days. Yeah, yeah, happy days all around. Hopefully, that's always, that's really the goal is, is for people to have a good experience and have a great product at the end of it. And with that in mind, that's it for today again, guys. Thank you so much. Before we go, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. We would. We would. Also, if we'd like, if you'd uh, like to read the transcript of this episode, please visit our website at roundhouse.cc forward slash web hyphen design. We're on a journey to help local Brisbane businesses grow their opportunities online and exceed their goals. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Today's session of the Web Design Brisbane podcast has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily web design and web marketing strategies to help you grow your business and realize your dreams. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you tomorrow here at the Web Design Brisbane podcast.